to you learn something new every day. I am Joan Boyko, Coordinator of Communications and Community Outreach for the Palm Springs Unified School District. We are proud to present a new podcast each week that focuses on the people, programs, projects, and activities here in the district. This show is produced by my dedicated student interns here in the Digital Arts Technology Academy at Cathedral City High School under the direction of Mr. Bryce Johnson. Our new interns, they've been on the job for oh about a month or so now here we are at the end of july and they are um danica palmer raymond ruiz and cynthia albures and i would like to welcome them once again to the show and uh met them on zoom looking forward to being back in the studio as we start the new school year so i'm very excited about that and today on the show i am very pleased to welcome back my monthly co-host, Palm Springs Unified's Coordinator of Visual and Performing Arts, Barbara Anglin. Welcome back, my friend. Welcome back is right. Poof. We're a week and a half away from starting the new school year. It's crazy. And of course, you know, we're very transparent on the show. So we're not, we're, we're, we're actually a little bit further than a week and a half, but we're recording a little bit in advance. But still in all, um, this year has flown by. And here we are getting ready to uh, jump back in for the uh, beginning of the 22-23 school year. So how are you? Very well. Thank you for asking. And you? Uh, good. You know, um, way better than I think you'll agree than we were a few months ago. It's, things are... Uh, Things are way, way better. And, you know, I, I'm sure you agree with me that if we had to go through something like this and, and let's let's be honest, it's not over. It pro it's not going away for good, probably ever. It's going to probably be like the flu and we'll get our annual shot and, yes. you know, just be endemic instead of pandemic. Let's just hope it never gets to where it was for those two years. So it's just unbelievable but i think you'd agree with me that if we had to go through something like this there was no better place and no better people to go through oh, it with. the school district leadership really brought us through safely and that included being slow in a good way for right. everyone's safety exactly and we're fortunate in this community that we have parents and community members that trust our board of education, trust our administrators, and most of all, trust their local schools. And when I say that, I mean the people who are running our local schools to make decisions in the best interest of our kids. And that's what we tried to do straight along and think we did pretty well. You know, I mean, I don't think you'd meet anybody who wasn't affected by a loss, you know, in some way, shape or form. Hopefully it wasn't their immediate family member. A lot of, a lot of places it was, um, but they were all touched by this illness in, in some negative way. That I, I think I can confidently say that. I, I would second that. And at the same time, um, the casualties, I believe a lot because of how how much everybody cared about making sure they made the, the safest decisions uh, 
you know, helped minimize that. So anyway, I don't want to focus on that. I want to talk about positive, happy things and uh, talk about what what's coming up for the next school year, but also reflect on the past school year in terms of the arts. So let's let's start with most recent first. And I know that uh, our musical theater university had a couple of programs during uh, July. So tell us about those. Oh, during July. Well, actually in June. Oh, was it June? Okay. I well, we had the um, summer camp club at Broadway for um, incoming first graders through incoming eighth graders. And so we're, this is the first time since the pandemic that we're back to having the full board musical theater summer camp, um, singing, dancing, staging, the whole and caboodle ending with a performance at the end for um, parents and friends. So that felt wonderful to be back on the main stage and, and have all of our younger students, you know, building up towards being in a pre-professional program like MTU. So um, there was a lot of joy. That's great. And that, that was during June? June, yeah. Okay. And so, so talking about MTU, yes. um, for those who've been living under a rock, <laughs> You really would really have to be living right. under a rock to have not heard about MTU. But um, just give us an overview. What is MTU? And we've had the uh, founder and artistic director David Green on many times. He's a, he's a he's not as regular as you are because you're our monthly co-host. But he's on a couple times every year. But just in case people have missed that, explain what MTU is. Who is part of it? Who can be part? Right. So Musical Theater University, MTU, is a pre-professional training ground for students interested in primarily musical theater, but also theater or acting, stage, or, or screen. Um, it is Monday through Thursdays in the afternoon um, after high schools get out, and it's for high school students. Um, there can be some eighth grade students, and the um, teachers are Broadway stars. So they've all been on Broadway, they've all been or and or on television. Um, and so they are teaching vocal, dance, acting, staging, the, everything you would need. And then the cherry on top is there are three musicals performances throughout the year that uh, David brings in a current or past Broadway star to act with the, and sing with the students. And it's um, quite um, a process because they get three weeks before. The, the, the kids are blocking, staging, learning their choreography. And then two weeks before, or sometimes one week before the Broadway star because of their schedule come in and they're added to the mix of blocking and staging and the and then they put on a weekend of shows and it's incredible you know it really is it's it's amazing to me and still even after all this time and i know that that's how it goes that they are able to pull that off and pull it off so well but that's part of the program is that you do that the way they do it you know in, in real life right yes. i mean because Honestly, the the uh, not to take anything away from the the high school productions, it's different. 
because they don't have the Broadway stars mm-hmm. who pop in at the end and they don't put the show together in three weeks. Uh, but they don't do that in MTU because they necessarily because they don't have more time that they can spend on it. They want to make it as authentic as the real deal. Right. And so that's the conditions you have to work on. You got to learn quick and you got to be on your toes. And uh, the program is just really amazing. And and the uh, the other part, I mean, where can you get that kind of training for no cost? It's picked up by the school district. And if we have extra spots and we don't always, but sometimes we do, we even allow students from outside of the district to participate. David's had you know, I know I know about uh, one specifically who commuted from Redlands every day a few years ago, and now she's she's either on Broadway or off Broadway. I don't remember her name, but um, just like to have that that kind of dedication, you kind of knew she'd probably get somewhere to make that trip every afternoon, four days a week. So, um, and I did have the opportunity to go to. New York for one of their trips as like a correspondent for NBC. It was very cool. The whole the whole deal was very cool to have that opportunity and then to actually, you know, do some on-site reports uh, to, and bring it to the Coachella Valley to show them what was going on there. And I was just, you know, dumbfounded most of the time. Um, in addition to them getting to see a few of the productions and one of them was starring that it was um who's the teacher who was in Fiddler on the Roof don't remember her name uh, um oh my gosh I'll think of it yeah well anyway she was she was in Fiddler on the Roof at the time so she was on I guess on sabbatical not on sabbatical but she wasn't teaching MTU at that time because she was performing but all the kids got to see the show and then go backstage and have a tour and it, it was it was really great. And then in between going to see the shows, and I should say this was most of the time, uh, they were spent in, in classes with professional actors, directors, producers, and they were auditioning. Yes, and, and they were, I, I, I saw several of them and I, they were let's just say brutal. I mean, like, I just sound like, um, yeah, that was good. And what else did you bring with you? So that, you know, we can, and, and a few of the kids, you know, especially if they were new to this and never went, well, I don't have anything else. And, and that's where the learning comes in because then they, the, uh, and, and again, I don't remember the names and it doesn't really matter, but what I saw and what I heard, like, I wanted to cry and it just felt like you know everyone heard this and and he said okay well you know next time you should have three or four other things with you and be able to just you know turn on a dime and present them because sometimes whoever you're auditioning for needs more right or they, they, it doesn't mean what you did wasn't good it just means that well maybe we're looking for something else you know like i mean if you watch like you know, the singing competitions yes. like American Idol or The Voice. And sometimes they do that too. Like uh, the kids prepare, I say kids, it doesn't have to be kids. The performers, they come prepared with one thing. And then they're like, you know, sing something like in a different genre. 
and they're kind of thrown off. And if you can't do it, then they say, sorry, then we have to move on, you know? And just like, and the kids were great. I mean, they took it all in stride. Like I'm sure they were prepped to understand that this is how it goes and this is what is going to happen. Right. And you'll be able to use that, you know, to your benefit in the future. Cause that's what this is all about. It's real, it's real life stuff. That's only going to benefit them if they take it to heart. Exactly. It's, it's a, it's a, uh, an amazing program. And so I think Barbara, if I'm not mistaken, like auditions for MTU kind of go on for a while. Right. Yeah. So I think if, if it, what's the criteria and how, to, how do, um, you know, if there's parents or students listening that might want to audition, how they do that? Not parents audition, but their kids. No, no, I'm sorry. <laughs> for their students. Right. So they get a hold of um, David Green. Um, we're housed at Rancho Mirage High School, um, but that any student, high school student throughout our district can um, audition. Um, they'll have to prepare um, a song and a, a monologue. Okay, and if you go to the, what's the MTU website, do you know offhand? They could actually go to um, Rancho Mirage High Schools, and then there's a link there. Okay, and also, then you'll... Um, at the, also, my website that's on the Palm Springs um, Unified, um, it's the District Arts Office, or the Visual and Performing Arts Office, we have a link to MTU there, that might be the Perfect. And David Green's email link will be there and you can just email him and then he'll make arrangements for you to come audition. And I usually the auditions go on through at least September yes. and sometimes a little later, depending on, you know, how many openings there are, because there are limited openings, usually about what, 60 maybe? Yeah, yeah definitely. Yeah. So um, usually there are openings and you don't have to be a professional. What you have to be is you go, you have to be dedicated to working really hard and, you know, putting the, the time and effort right. into this because it's not for the faint of heart. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, definitely. There's long hours when it comes to the uh, putting on the production and uh, just going back, um, David Green's is D Green dash rmhs at psusd.us so dgreen dash rmhs at psusd.us and i think it's a long dash isn't it it's yes. not like a hyphen it's the long the one. long one thank yeah. you okay find that. <laughs> yeah he's got a different email address than most of the rest of us in the district i don't know why but anyway i think joan is it alex curry you're thinking of Yes. As the, Thank you. I told you it would come to me. Finn the Rump Group. Alex Corey. That's right. All right. Well, again, NTU is fabulous. And um, if you have not had the opportunity to see the productions, please take advantage of that. It's as good as any professional theater you will see anywhere, really, including um, okay, maybe I won't say Broadway, but well, I, yeah, I should say Broadway because the stars of it are mm -hmm. from Broadway. So it's um, it's a, a taste of Broadway right here at the Helene Galen Performing Arts Center. And um, it's a beautiful theater at Ranch Mirage High School. And, you know, it's a fraction of the price that you'll yes. pay on Broadway. And you get to see our local kids with, um, with the stars. So watch out for the coming season. I'm sure you don't have 
you don't have schedule yet, right? Well, this uh, year is the 10th anniversary of Musical Theater University. So there'll be some special performances Ooh. and some extra performances. And All right, so I will promise you that we will have David Green on early on in the yes. fall so that he can give us a, a glimpse and you can all mark your calendars. We'll have him on in um, in probably September. We'll set that up. Yeah, All right, so we'll um students from the past years oh how cool that's great a blast very cool you know like if you're a fan of american idol and i was years ago and i don't really like the way it's gone i so i i'm a big fan of the voice but american idol did have on um in uh in may uh our 20th anniversary oh and they brought back all of the not all, but a lot of the people from, Aww. you know, when my kids, what we watched it as a yeah. family, we went to a lot of the tours, you know, when they had a stop in San Diego, we went and, um, and a lot of them were back on. So that is so much fun when, yes. when you do a reunion like that. All right. We'll have David on sooner Great. rather than later. Give us the details. So um, let's recap some of the other programs that have gone on this year, like BAM, STAR, the new elementary arts programs. Just give us a little snapshot of the, the past school year. Great. Um, this was a big year on um, trying new programs, especially in the elementary. So we started um, TK Art and Mindfulness with um, artist in resident Ruth English. We had art and literature with Emily Culhan, and that was a fifth and first grade um, art and literature program. We had Joy of Art with Piper Scott, which was K through five. We piloted um, like a master's in art program at Bubbling Wells. Um, our um, girls mentoring, art and mentoring program changed to STAR, which was strength through art and relationships. And we had Angela Kinley and um, currently Continuing on, Piper Scott. Um, BAM changed a little bit. Of course, Tyson Knight, our lead artist for BAM. Um, he continued as our lead artist, but not only doing his pop art with the boys, um, he did some um, digital photography, teaching students how to not just to take selfies, but to look out and take pictures of others and how to do and that. You know what, Barbara, as an aside, I don't, you probably have noticed this, but it took me a while to notice it, that something happens on your camera when you take a selfie, it kind of puts filters in there yeah. automatically. But because <laughs> we discovered this, my husband and I on a vacation, like, I don't know, two, three years ago, we took a selfie on the balcony of where we were and we're like, Wow, you look great. And like other people noted it too. And then when somebody else took a picture of us, not so much, you know, like, and then we realized that there's something on the camera that puts in these filters when you do a selfie. So while selfie photography is great to learn that, I'm glad that it's exploring outside of that. Because I think kids need to realize that you shouldn't always use filters. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> kind of like, you know, how everything's all um, touched up in magazines. You know, we want to be realistic. And, and there's some, you know, there's a time and a place for that. But 
you know, we don't want to teach our kids that, you know, you, you got to teach them that it's okay to be authentic and that you, you, you shouldn't mask yourself with these fake, yes. uh, you know, filters. And, so. and especially after coming out of um, the pandemic, we also wanted to teach the boys um, how to not only like just not all be about me, but to think of others and to, so taking a portrait of someone else helps you focus on someone other than yourself. Excellent. Right. That that's so that's great. So um I interrupted you. Did oh, you have I was just gonna finish up? Um yeah. so Chris Bishop, who was doing our street dancing in BAM, he um, did a couple units in beat making. So we got them a, a beat making machines and taught them how to do that. And then we added um Alexander Thomas and he was uh, he's doing um sketching and drawing, um kind of like how to do comics like spider-man and that and like how you do a face and section it off and the boys are are uh, eating that up as well um someone else you had on um was moxie box art we piloted at cce it's um no excuses art box everything a teacher needs is, comes in a box for a student so those are some of the new um programs that we um we started this year and if you think about it john like i started i took over for louisa the year, the school year of COVID. So I never really got a full normal year in. So, you know, March 13th, Friday the 13th, we we all went home pretty much. And so I, did, yeah. I that was my first year. And then we had a year of, you know, quarantine. And then this year has kind of been like one foot in COVID and one foot in the new normal. And so it's uh, kind of, good this year to trying out new things that have been mine and and trying things out that's awesome and and you're right and it's been like kind of i mean i this year has really gone by quickly i feel like like even more i think we talked about this last month we did um even more quickly than a typical year and i think it's probably because like after january and we had that terrible surge yes then you know, March came and the masks became became um, optional. And then we were able to, you know, go back to, we were kind of like in a hybrid situation totally. before that. Like we, we wanted our kids to have experiences and we're still being careful about what kind of experiences we considered safe. And then after March, it became, okay, like we can, we can dip our toe in deeper. And so I think because of all of that, it just seemed like it wasn't a typical year, so, but it was becoming more so. And then all of a sudden after March, it was like a whirlwind. Oh, whirlwinds. <laughs> and I think what you were saying about the masks and safety and dipping the toe really affected the visual and performing arts. Sure, yeah. Performances. And so um, with MTU and, and our schools, um, performing arts as well it's like can we perform can we not perform is it only outside okay we'll get them special masks so that microphones can go on and so um mtu wanted to be sure to perform without masks so they waited and waiting and when you wait then venues aren't available but the good thing that came out of all of that is that they performed in two outdoor locations that weren't at rancho mirage high school or at a palm springs unified location and 
it was phenomenal. And there, and that was a lesson like, okay, we're going to add, maybe add this back in of maybe one performance being um, at an outside venue. It brought in different crowd of people, you know, different people who haven't been to the Ranch Mirage Helene Galen um, Center before. And it was beautiful being outdoors. Like Sound of Music was at the Sonoran in um, Palm Springs, which is at um, Asia SF. And they did that. And the, the West Mountain is the backdrop. And it was just so dramatic. And then Into the Woods was done at the city of Rancho Mirage Amphitheater. And that was phenomenal with the trees and the sun setting. And so that was a, a good thing that's come out of it. Um, and it was different, like we were saying, it was different this year and something good came out of it. So that's a good segue into something that I wanted to, to talk about. And mm-hmm. we spent a long time on MTU, longer than I planned, but I was just so excited. But <laughs> that's okay, since we get to talk once a month, even if we don't get it all in. That's but right. one thing I did want to talk about as we're kind of doing a recap what are and we we've touched on this a few times but what are some of the the lessons like you said you found the these two outdoor venues and the one at the amphitheater rancho mirage they've performed there before but it was because the city invited them and not necessarily because they were looking for a place so uh what give me a couple of other give our listeners a couple of other aha moments like we're gonna you know, we don't necessarily have to do this anymore, but we learned how great this is. We're going to keep doing it. I think at the top of my mind and the top of my list is our um, partnership with the Palm Springs um, um, Film Society. And this started last year, or the year before that, in distance learning, and we continue to do it last year, and we're going to do it this school year, is their um, filmmakers in the classroom. And so the, what happens is... Um, the media arts and the theater teachers and other teachers, they get a link in their classroom. They watch a short film, no more than 25 minutes um, in the class. And then via Zoom, a filmmaker or filmmakers or actors or whoever in the the short film, um, they talk to the students about filmmaking and the process. And first, um, Zach Solomon from the Palm Springs International Film Society, he does a little question and answer, and then it's opened up to the students. So the reason why this will continue is because the filmmakers are all over the world. And so we wouldn't be able to do those films or this program without Zoom. And so, and then Zach is able to open it up to the Hope Coachella Valley schools and everyone can benefit from it so that has been such a wonderful experience that's come out of the pandemic and you know that that is a perfect example barbara of something that's that i think we've all globally learned Mm -hmm. when when i say i'm talking about the education community and the business community in general is that yes in person when when it makes sense and when it's easy enough you know is is optimal and yet look at how many people can benefit from an artist or a guest speaker or you know like i mean what you were talking about just now like they've been doing the the palm springs film festival the international film society has been doing for years you know the the um the film day Mm -hmm. at Palm Springs High School and it was great. And the kids that got to go, 
were very lucky and had that opportunity. And now um, it's that much easier because they can pull artists from, you know, filmmakers from all over the world and they can touch the lives of so many more kids in, in their classrooms. Yeah. And so, you know, it saves time, it saves money and the benefit is tremendous. So it's not the way to go for everything. Certainly not. And no, but we have through this come to be a hybrid society mm -hmm. in so many areas and, and that's not a bad thing. So it's not. And, and I think um, a lesson learned is our community art partners that had went virtual, but it was a live virtual, like the right. artist with the McCallum mm -hmm. or Irene with the um, Pueblo, Cabot's Pueblo Museum. They were virtual, but live with the students uh -huh. and those worked so well. Now with the Palm Springs Art Museum, they did beautiful lessons that were wonderful, but they were online and there wasn't a live virtual component and those didn't do quite as well yeah so that was harder and you know gathering art supplies and and all of that so but ah. with the palm springs art museum we did we were partners with imagine an anti-racist future oh sorry do you need to, am i going over it's okay, okay. So, um that worked well we could virtually jury artwork and then have the live show at the museum so and still in all, something like the art museum, you want the kids to be able to go there. So that's the hybrid. Like, even if you can find the online component for some of the teaching, we still want them to go there. Absolutely. Barbara, thank you. Thank you. As always, it always goes so fast. And we look forward to having you back at the end of August. And we'll, we'll touch the toe in deeper and just um, talk about, and I'm sure you'll bring somebody with you and- yes. We'll, uh, we'll hit the round, ground running again. Thank you, thank you. Um, thanks for joining us. We learn something new every day. A new po podcast is uploaded each week. Please subscribe by going to iTunes. Look for you learn something new. Press subscribe. Please tell all your friends to do the same. Thank you so much for listening. Thanks again to our student interns. Thank you, Barbara. We'll see you next week. Thank you.